Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome to For Friends and Family Podcast. With me today is, uh, I think it's one of my favorite uh, interviews I get to do each week, is the pet interview, the veterinarian interview. I have Dr. Steve Weinberg, uh, Weinberg on the, uh, the call with me. Welcome, Steve. Welcome to us. <laughs> Good to hear from you. Welcome to us to be. Um, today is Friday, April 3rd. It's 3 10 uh, p.m. in the afternoon here in Los Angeles. It's sunny as usual and it's quite nice out there. They're telling us uh, through planes uh, uh, using smoke uh, riding in the air that we have to stay home this weekend, which is great. There are over a million cases confirmed, a million eight hundred and eighty-eight thousand. There's been 58,000 deaths and 225,000 people have recovered in the United States at the moment. There's 273,000 people with corona it's uh, getting to get bad terrible yeah so tell me let's 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 bring up everyone up a little bit was there any pet rescues this week or that that really would warm everyone's heart any stories you want to tell us i had an unusual preponderance of animals with neck problems what yeah i don't quite understand it in veterinary medicine and maybe in other medical fields, there seems to be a phenomenon where you get three things of the same in a row. Yeah. And it happened this uh, week. Um, I had three dogs with neck problems. Like what uh, kind last... of neck problems? Like what would what dog would have? What kind of do- what would a neck problem would a dog have? Apparently, it's some sort of pinched nerve in your neck. Some, you know, the way that people could also do that. I've had it myself, mm-hmm. doing uh, trying to show off doing pull-ups one day, and I uh, strained my neck somehow, mm-hmm. and it really, really hurts. And you know, animals, they can do the same thing from overexertion, jumping, uh, twisting, doing whatever they do. And all of a sudden they just come up crying and or will just this dog last night uh, wouldn't turn his head to the left. It was very strange. A little Jack Russell mix, Mr. White, and he wouldn't um, turn his head to the left. He would just kind of spin his body to look at you. Oh, really? So it was yeah. that painful for uh, for the dog. And, and why do you think do you think it's maybe because these dogs are stressed because their home their owners are home all the time they're like i don't know what's going on man but this is really stressing me out because it, it like the neck area usually has to do with stress right when you're stressed you mm-hmm. and maybe in animals you would know but they maybe they they also hunch you know bring their they, they're more protective and they bring their you know their muscles up around their neck to protect themselves because mm. you know and and that's why um and their owners are home all the time and and now we're into sort of the second or third week of it here here in LA that maybe that cycle is that the dogs are so stressed out by having their owners home all the time. They don't understand what's going on because you can't explain it to them. And so they end up pinching a nerve. Well, it's definitely a possibility I didn't think of, but yeah, I mean, definitely routines have changed and uh, people are around more. Maybe they're playing more with their dog because they're bored. I I really don't know. I, I had an emergency neck problem. I didn't know what it was. This big lab was just laying there and uh, on the patio, and uh, I just through exam I figured out he couldn't uh, couldn't turn the head and 
got the dog up. It was was unable to get up. I, I thought it was an old dog. I thought it was time to go. It was so in much oh, in pain. Really? But then we got the dog up and determined that turning the head, in this case, to the right, uh, was severe pain and you know strange. You know, really so a strange you, so, one. So how do you fix that? You fix it with dog yoga? Should they go to yoga or some <laughs> physiotherapy? <laughs> well, or do you in- inject Western, them or? Yeah, well, I'm 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 a Western doctor. There there are people that will do homeopathic stuff, but most doctors are going to use either, some sort of anti-inflammatory. And you know, I find that you know the strong stuff is the way to go for these dogs. It really gets better results, and that's going to be right, so you'll inject them. You'll inject the anti-inflammatory into the actual dog's shoulder or their neck. No, no, just just into the body. So somewhere in the body, and we'll oh. give them a big shot of dexamethasone and that. You know, and follow it up with some prednisone, uh, <laughs> tapered uh, with medication uh, pills. What's so funny? <laughs> it's just the, the way these all these giant like you, you know all these giant things roll off your tongue like these these big pharmaceuticals. Well, we'll just follow it up with this. And these are like you know if you're given in the if you give it at the wrong rate you know you could kill a dog if they if you don't know what you're doing you know obviously you're a doctor mm-hmm. and you do but so and, and i just have a quick gavin question so that when you're giving is is the amount you give to a dog for example presidentazone or or whatever the some of the things you just said is it it's obviously based on their size and weight right yeah i mean most all drugs have a dose based mm-hmm. on the species so milligram per kilogram okay you know. So you have to weigh that. How do you weigh the dog, or do you like if you if you've got a really big dog in front of you, do you have to pull out a scale and weigh it, or do you just estimate? Well, for big dogs, we it's hard to to weigh them, especially when they're in tremendous pain. So we estimate, you know, yeah. or the or the or the the pet guardian knows what they weigh approximately. But I, you know, I've been doing this thirty five years. I can tell yeah. you what doses are just by looking. Oh, yeah. So, um, all right. Well, last week we had a lot of fun around talking around hoarders and people and how people is, how the COVID is affecting pet owners this week. Has there been any change in the week that I've talked to you? So last Friday we talked and you, you were telling us about how you were going to people's houses and that people, you were dropping dogs off and, 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 you know, you weren't actually coming in contact with people and you were wearing your mask and your gloves. Any changes this week? Um, well, last week traffic was negligible, and I noticed on April first, or actually March thirty-first, people were back out on the street. What? It was yeah. Um, Why? You saw a Facebook post. I, I posted the freeway is now almost half or three quarters the way it was before we stopped going anywhere, and it's really distressing. I think people because of maybe certain powers that be saying that it's going to get better and we're, you know, it's, or they're just stir crazy or they just don't believe it's real because the rate of death is so low and are in Los Angeles compared to elsewhere. Uh, they just get complacent and just don't believe it. And I was shocked that there was so much traffic yesterday and the day before that this is just unnerving, and they're definitely not non, uh, definitely not essential workers, going off to do medical jobs or other things. They're just regular people. In fact, I saw Uber drivers and Lyft drivers 
taking people. I'm like, where are you going? There's nowhere to go. Did you ask anybody? Did anyone, did you have, do you have any indication as to why? Or do you think people are just out for a drive because they've been cooped up so long? That's, I mean, my wife and I are are thinking about, you know, just driving down the coast because we can be in the car. We're not going to get in touch with anybody. We're not going to be getting out. But even that they're saying you should, you should just stay at home. But I, I, you, 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 when you were out, you know, running around, you think that all these people would be essential workers, but they're not correct. Correct. I mean, I, I, it can't be uh, it, compared to last week when everyone was more scared. Now I think they're just less scared and just don't believe it. And, and I'll go out into neighborhoods. You know, I was in Brentwood and it's like there's everyone's on the street walking, you know, jogging, walking their dog. You know, I don't know what they're doing. You know, people are still online for the market and, yeah. and but the in, bank. In, and, in, 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 in the cars, was it? young people old people was it a demographic you could see was it was what what did were the cars you know uh, expensive cars or is it just across plat across the whole thing i think it was just across uh. platform and there's really no you know specific types of people that i could tell of course you know i'm not going to stare at everyone as i'm going i think you should highway yeah maybe i'll just take my own i'm not driving my my tech is driving so maybe i should just take a tally of how old i think they are and what car they're driving and i'll just report back next holding, week yeah, holding up a clipboard <laughs> in the passenger seat and like giving the two fingers to the eye two fingers thing and looking at people right, and right, saying, right, right. i got you and then writing down their license plate number and saying are you an essential worker that would be hilarious. i see you yeah. are you considered an essential service is is, yes. is pet rescue considered you yeah. Yeah, any any healthcare worker, including veterinarians, specifically mentioned in, in the the state and mandate and all that. So, are thankfully, you, are you, are you, you know, still have a using, job. Are you still using those really bad Chinese masks, or did you get some three M N ninety fives, or did you find someone who was hoarding them? Like, what's happened in terms of the protection? Well, I you know I bought those uh, you know two hundred dollars worth of N ninety five Chinese masks, and other people wear them, and apparently they're legit. But strangely enough, a lot of people who uh, are – when I go to a house call, they're now wearing masks. And I had a guy offer me last night, hey, do you need any N95s? I have an extra one. And I said, Did well, you take it? thank you. You should keep it because I've got hundreds. Oh, you know? wow, okay. And I might be giving them out. But you know, most people are wearing masks now uh, I, that I see and are more afraid in the home. They're just not afraid to go drive around. Like, now, like you're going to go take a trip. You're not afraid. Yeah. Uh, it's well, just no, I'm traffic. not. I like my wife won't let me leave, quite frankly, because I was <laughs> I, I mean, I say these are things that I would like to do because I think that they're low risk is if you're not getting out of your car and you just want to go for a drive. It's better than walking around and walking by people. If you drive mm-hmm. down the coast on Pacific, you know, on, on PCH or something and just look at the nice beauty and, and go for an hour drive to make sure the car is working and stuff like that. I don't yeah. think there would be, you know, a, a problem there. You're not going to go far enough that you're going to need a ton of gas, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think it's – now, will my wife let us go? Absolutely not. That's never going to happen. That's just – I'm going to be locked down here for a long time. And I understand. Like, I think we have to be super cautious. Do you know anyone who's had the virus or do you know anyone who's died from the virus? We're now starting to get into our friend group, people that are that have it or, um, or, are, um, or have died mm-hmm. from it. I had heard rumors, and then I spoke to the person. They said, "No, I'm fine. What are you talking about?" And then, so um, people are people are t- people. That's the way that people are shady, throwing shade on people now. Is they're like, yeah. "Oh, that guy has the virus." Yeah, it's, it's COVID shame now. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, 
there, there, I have heard of people in our, you know, one degree of separation that have it, but no one has died. Thankfully, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are recovering. Um, I've not, I mean, I, I, I see in the news like everybody else, famous people that have succumbed to it. So mm-hmm. it's scary, you know, um, but you know, it, what are you going to do? I mean, well, let's <laughs> you talk can't about live your life in fear. <laughs> let's talk about cats. Because last week you had a lot of great information about how that a lot of cats were losing their shit because their home, (laughs) their own owners were home all the time. What did you see this week? Like in a typical week, like last week between Friday and Friday, how many, um, give us an idea of like how many pets you went and saw and, and what the, you know, distribution of animals was types of animals. Um, I think I see about the same cats and dogs. Um, people will generally have two cats or or more, mm-hmm. uh, while they'll only have one dog, maybe a second dog. Uh, some people have more pets. You know, most people have multiple pets. I would say. So, how many pets have I seen this week? I'd have to check the numbers. Like, is 30. it like is it two hundred? Is it twenty? No. Is it like, no. It, no, we're, you know, we're, we're not like a clinic where, where people come in, there's, you know, 40 a day. Mm. We're more like, you know, five to eight appointments a day. So each one's about an hour. Some at night. Yeah. yeah. Um, and each, each one will have one or two pets. You know, we're, we're, it takes time to get there and, you know, we're, we're premium service. So we, we, uh, we don't see as many as a clinic and, and, you know. Obviously, I have different precautions. You know, I had this one house call where I went in an emergency, and there were literally, I, I think I lost count at 12 people in the house. What? Uh, all, all hunkered down, and, but corroding me, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> can you guys back up? <laughs> what was that? What was it, a dog or a cat? What it, was was the, it? it was that dog, that big lab that was down, and uh, yeah. they were all concerned, and some were wearing masks, others were just hovering about, and I'm like, "Well, this is not good. Can you guys just step back and let me deal with this?" So, did, now, do people are people adhering to the social distancing thing? For the most part, you know, it's funny. You know, we'll we'll if you go into someone's house, I try to avoid that. I try to do most house calls outside, mm-hmm. where uh, we're in the yard, the in front of the front door things like that cats have to go into the bathroom mm-hmm. so we they put them in the bathroom they stand back and i go straight in there but uh but but the, then then they have to wipe down the entire bathroom and why do you have to put cats in the bathroom well otherwise they'll escape if i have them on the kitchen table or something i've never done that successfully they if they see an exit they're gone you know, right. in, in a bathroom, it's, the doors close. They they go in the. My secret is they go in the sink. Now it's gonna. Everyone's gonna know. Oh, why, why is that a secret? With a towel. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just. I've seen other house call vets try it on the kitchen table. In fact, one guy was doing it. I was watching on YouTube, demonstrating how he watch does a cat on a table and, and 
examines it and it was scratching the hell out of him and, and the technician to get at, get away. Why are you publishing this video? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my method is they get really cozy in the sink with a towel and you know open source that one. You know they, they just kind of curl up in a ball. And you oh, so you put so you, you go to the sink, you put the towel down, you place the cat in the in the sink, and they they seem you know they seem to calm down a little bit because they're in a, oh, yeah. almost a little nest, and then you it's, can examine yeah. them. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. That's a, that's versus a good tip. Versus the cold table in the hospital where they're scrambling and they're in an unfamiliar place. You know, even in the, when I owned a clinic for eight years, I had a sink, a fake sink. It wasn't even used uh, just for cats oh, in wow. the exam room. So I would just do my method in the exam room. But as far as people you were asking about staying back six feet, it's funny. You know, they do it, but then they'll come closer to hear me or to, to hold the cat and then they'll catch themselves and quickly step three steps back. Oh, too late. Too late. I gave you Karina. (laughs) Maybe you should have a megaphone so that they can hear you. So you should bring a megaphone (laughs) to protect yourself. And you'd be like, no, the cat's fine. (laughs) We're constantly, you know, changing our protocol. And the latest one is I'll call you from the bathroom. Oh, really? Tell you what I found. Yeah. That or text them. Oh, wow. (laughs) So you'll text them and say, okay, it looks okay. But, um, all right. Well, as we wind down here, I still want to, uh, you know, I, I love these updates. Are there, were there any, you know, cats or dogs this week? Um, I know we started off with Mr. White, but were there any other really good stories <laughs> from this week or in the past that you think people would be interested in? Cause people love animals and I look forward to this every Friday. So <laughs> tell me a story about the weirdest okay. animal scenario. Uh, one comes to mind where, um, the cat was injured and it was uh, somehow, I guess she had it open to the balconies to go to the bathroom and the cat ended up, it was injured and it, and it ran away, went into the balcony and then it jumped to the next balcony into somebody's house and they weren't home. <laughs> so I had to literally be Spider-Man and get onto the railing of the balcony and climb, you know, and crawl over to the next balcony on a third story to get to the cat. And it was hiding under their barbecue in the next door. Balcony. And did you, so did I, you, would you get it? Yeah. So I had to like, and then what did you do? The toss it was it. a feral like cat. And you had to toss it over to the other balcony. Well, and... no, I didn't toss. I mean, handed it to my, <laughs> carried him back to my technician and we dealt with it again. But, but you had to, but wait, 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 wait. I have a photo of that too, by the way. <laughs> if the people aren't home, you, you actually have to hand the cat back to the other balcony, right? Yeah. The people next door weren't home. So I had to, you know, go over you, there. You didn't and, go through and, their house. You didn't like break and enter. And then no, it was over. balcony to balcony, you okay. know, Spider-Manning <laughs> over there, <laughs> handing the cat back. And nice. Dealing well, with the cat, right? Well, thank you very much for uh, being on the podcast. Um, We get lots of people listening to it. They definitely like when you're talking about all of the animals. So I appreciate it. I also like that you, you know, give us some insights into what's happening out there in the roads for those of us that can't get out there. If you need, if you're in Los Angeles and you need to contact um, uh, Steve, you can at uh, pets. Is it 911 pets or pets? 911 vets. Vets. 911 vets. Yeah. 911vets.com. Thanks for coming on the podcast, and we'll talk to you next Friday. It's a pleasure being on. Thanks a lot, Gavin.